Hello! And welcome back to Seriously Fun. Seriously Fun. Today's episode is the last one of the season. Season one is done. Actually, that's a bit of a lie, isn't it? We got a would you, would it, fuck, can't speak. (laughs) (laughs) I believe you're saying we've got one more nugget of wisdom. Which comes out on Monday. But this is the last seriously fun episode of season one. Hot damn. You'd think after all this time I'd know how to speak. No. Nah. (laughs) So... On the cards today, we have the season finale of Would You Rather. So should we just kick straight in? I think we should. It's time for Would You Rather! (laughs) All right, well, who's going first? Scissors, paper, rock. Scissors, paper, rock. You win. You can go first. (laughs) She just gave me the finger. <clears throat> All right, so today's Would You Rather, seeing as it's the season finale, is a little bit more scenario-based than just like, do you want to be this or that, you know? Yeah. So in order to prepare my Would You Rather, I have to tell you two stories. Hit me. Story number one. Once upon a time, I was sitting in a Toyota Hi-Ace van. And I had my arms like wrapped, I don't know, like around the back headrest. And I've made a very poor error in judgment. And I put my left hand holding the like outer side of the vehicle where the sliding door closes. <gasps> oh, I know where this is going. And oh. somebody closed that sliding door. And it didn't just like bounce back off my hand. My fingers crushed. The door closed and they were like squished between all of the outer framing bits of the vehicle and the door locked in place. So you couldn't get it out. To which I was screaming, open the fucking door! (laughs) And then they opened it and then obviously all the blood and pain ran to my hand and I was like, fuck, I wish they didn't open it. Anyway, so fucked up. The fingers on, on my left hand. Them? Were they broken or were they just like kind of munted and bruised little and like cut? A little bit of A little Ew. bit of fracturing and swelling and straight to the hospital with that one. Mm. So that's the first story. I put my hand into a place it shouldn't have been and it <laughs> done got crushed. <laughs> <sighs> so the second story is when I was seven I played a game with one of the boys from primary school where we crossed our arms over and linked them together. And You're then, so accident prone. I know where this is going. And then we would spin in a circle to, and try and, like, imitate the Gravitron. Have you ever been on the Gravitron at Dreamworld? No, because I get really bad motion sick. Yeah. If I'm not driving or sitting in the front seat, I'm doomed. Yeah, that's true. Okay, well, we link our, cross our hands over, link them together, and we spin around in a circle and try and create our own Gravitron. And this little dickhead, we're doing it at the top of a hill, and this dickhead fucking lets go. So I go tumbling down this hill, and in the process of tumbling down the hill, I manage to, like, twist my right arm all the way around and then snap it backwards. Ugh. So... 
which my, one of them would I rather? Would you rather is would you prefer to be my left hand <laughs> or my right? <laughs> As a drummer, how do I answer this? Left hand. You gonna be my left hand? You gonna yeah. get slammed in a door? Yes, because I think it would also heal faster. I'd rather get my left hand slammed in a door. I only had a little like splint thingy for my left hand. I had a cast on my right arm. Yeah. The cast would take ages. The the hand would heal faster, I think. I don't want either of those things. Me neither. You're so accident prone. Your mum told me that the school nurse, she used to buy her gifts because yeah. like you'd always be in there. Yep. Well, in primary school, just to, to list these off, in primary school, I broke my arm. I went through a window and cut my wrist open. I put my two front teeth through my tongue. I had barbed wire go into my chin. <laughs> that's so random. Um, shit, that's just like the big ones I can think of. Didn't you like break your, no- your nose and oh, your yeah. eye sockets? Uh, on the trying to jump across to the monkey bars and, and landing like- on the platform. Yeah, with your face? Yep, with my nose. Did you do anything to like your legs? Have you ever broken a leg or anything? Because you always like hurt your arms. No, it's because my legs are power stations. (laughs) (laughs) You named them that. I did. Yeah. Mel Mel's legs are super muscly. Like I'll have to I'll have to send them a picture. That's weird. (laughs) I'll just draw a picture. How's that? No. gonna start drawing that picture right now yeah so yeah my my mum was pretty much best friends with the first aid lady at primary school wow anyway so we've learned that you're really accident prone from the arms inwards Mm. arms and face Ah, wait there's more but we'll get back to that later all right so you're gonna be my left hand what would you rather seeing as you've already been through it which one was worse See, I would probably choose my right arm, but it's because I was young. And you know when you're young and, like, pain isn't the same and, like, you're so willing to just get back up and do it again, whereas the older you get, the more fear you have around, like, injuring yourself? See, now all of my injuries have been predominantly my feet. I've dislocated my right ankle playing netball. I hyperflexed my right knee, left knee. Standing up drumming. (laughs) I had a whole stint of like being a stand-up drummer and I'd get really drunk and like jump around and obviously leant too far forward but was a bit too intoxicated to realise. Did crisscross make you do it? Who's crisscross? Jump, jump. Oh. (laughs) Okay, I get you. (laughs) Um, And I've like sprained fingers and broken toes and stuff but oh, I also like shattered my eye socket a little bit hairline fracture damn I got hit in the face with one of those massive emperor marbles because our school had like a marbles phrase like phase and like I just ran through a game and didn't realize there was a game and I got like punched in the face by this massive glass ball fuck but outside of that like no massive injuries I've never really needed to go to the hospital for like big things it's been like sprains and stuff oh man I've been to the hospital so many times (laughs) And, like, broken toes. Like, I go to the hospital and they're like, mm, it's just a broken toe. Right. Sorry, I just immediately had indigestion. <laughs> right. So, 
This is a story that happened in real life and it's not my finest hour, but it is one of my ditziest. Okay. So I was hanging out at my sister's place with her husband and my then girlfriend um, and I was in charge of ordering pizza. So I've like, you know me, I go online, I search for all the bloody discount vouchers. I'll spend like 40 minutes after I, everyone's given me their order to find like the best coupon that's going to save us the most money. Wish I did that in other areas of my life, but like <laughs> just for pizza, I'm a scab. I want to get like the most for the cheapest. Yeah. So I spent ages looking at this stuff and then I'm like, all right, I'm finally ready. Let's go and get it. So we order, we wait a little bit jump in the car, we go get it. And when I get there, they're like, we don't have that order under your name. Like, doesn't exist. They're like, what was it? And I was like, what? Like, surely. And I start explaining like what I've ordered, all of these things. And it gets to like the desserts and I start telling them the, the desserts I've ordered. And they're like, we don't have those desserts here. And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, are you sure that you ordered it at Pizza Hut? And I was like, oh no, I definitely ordered at Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> and Domino's was like half an hour away. And I was like, oh, no. So I'd done that thing where you pay cash. You don't pay already. Yeah. Like pay online. And I was like, fire. Okay. So I had to call Domino's while my sister like reordered at Pizza Hut and say, I lied to them and said, that a family emergency had happened and someone had to go to hospital and I couldn't come get my pizza, got to cancel my order. And they're like, oh, no, we're so sorry to hear that. Also, your your order's already in the oven, so we'll just, like, keep it here for, like, and sell it for someone else. And I was like, oh, I feel so bad. <laughs> Plus, like, you know me. I always customise my pizzas. I swap shit out and take <laughs> stuff from that one and put it on that one. So there's these, like, random customised pizzas Fuck. that they're not going to be able to resell. Anyway. Would you rather have lied and blamed the online ordering system and then like tried to get some discounts from Pizza Hut and not owned up to it or do what I did and fess up and die from the embarrassment and only do that so that you could go back to Domino's again because they have all my details on <laughs> that order. I would never have been able to use my phone number or my email address at Domino's again. I probably would have fessed up and been like, I'm a fucking idiot and I booked at a store that's nowhere near where I live. I'm so sorry. <laughs> they would have banned me. They would have made me still pay. I don't know. I reckon- no, they would have. I knew <laughs> if I didn't lie and say that someone's in critical condition. My parents taught me that honesty is the best policy. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. Honesty is expensive. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, Domino's. I lied to you. But if it makes you feel any better, no one in their right fucking mind orders from Pizza Hut. Just saying. I'm surprised Pizza Hut's still in business. Okay. I like 90% agree with you, but Pizza Hut do those triple dipper boxes where they used to do, and maybe they still do, cheesy potato bites, cheesy garlic bread and barbecue chicken wings. And when I ate meat, I fucking loved triple, dip bo- triple dipper boxes. I didn't want a pizza from Pizza Hut. I wanted the triple dipper box. So everyone else would order pizza and I'd be like, oh, I'll just get two of them. Two 
two of the boxes. Yeah. Damn. Cheesy potato bites with sweet chilli sauce. But their pizza sucks. I didn't get their pizza. I got their triple dipper boxes. If you're only going somewhere for the sides, no. Sides I mean, are still good. Domino's isn't great either. No. But it's better than Pizza Hut and if you need El Cheapo pizza, you go to that one. But honestly, pizza Cr- capers or crust. Yeah, crust. If you want to splurge. Crust for the win. <clears throat> All right, your turn. So usually on Would You Rather, I break your limbs. <laughs> I mean, you kind of did just before. So you made I'm me actually, choose. I'm following that theme. Sorry, I'm going to turn That's my... That's a of beer. <laughs> you don't drink beer, so it's good for me. <laughs> <laughs> you will buy yourself a carton of beer if your uh. phone going off. Uh, okay, so once again, I have two stories for you and you get to choose... Which limb you would prefer to have been? <laughs> Fuck's sake. So, number one, Mel versus the duck. Now, I can't remember whether or not I've told this story before. So a quick recap. Once upon a time, I was cleaning out my bedroom and I had this idea that I had to pull everything out of the room so that I could, like, vacuum everywhere and wipe down the walls. So I pulled everything out of the room and then realised that the vacuum cleaner was all the way behind, like, the couches, the dresses, the bed, everything that I'd moved out. So I had to climb across to get it. And there was a stack of, like, posters, cardboard poster thingies and one of my big acrylic guitar posters leaning against the wall. And at the bottom there was a little duck statue that was kind of, like, holding them in place. Now, as I took a step down from the couch to the floor... With the vacuum cleaner in one hand and, like, the the head thingy of the it. The noozle. The noozle. The nozzle thingy in the other hand. This fucking duck has pushed its beak out and clipped the bottom of my heel. <laughs> and because of that, I fucking stacked it. <laughs> I managed to sprain my left ankle. I twisted it outwards and then simultaneously twisted it inwards, so I sprained both the outer and the inner ligaments. And I fell onto the ground with, like, a vacuum cleaner and then all of the acrylic and cardboard posters falling on top of me. I was the only one at home, and I thought that's how I was going to die because my phone was in the kitchen playing music, and I had to crawl all the way to the kitchen and then grab the only thing in the freezer to put on my ankle, which was a garlic bread. So, that, this is the garlic bread that you then didn't cook and eat. No, I didn't. Which I would have done. No, I didn't cook and eat it. It was pretty gross after it was on my ankle. How long was it on your ankle for? A couple oh, of hours. Asking for a friend. A <laughs> couple of hours. Oh. Yeah. We can recreate it if you want. I love me some foot garlic. Foot oh. flavour. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, so that's story number one. Which foot's this? Left ankle. All right. Sprained on the outside and the inside simultaneously. Cool. Also, when you go to the doctor with it, she will put her hands on your ankle and say, mm, yes, I believe you've sprained it. <laughs> Number two, once upon a time, I was driving down to the Gold Coast with a couple of my really good mates for a box party. And on the way there, we were in a pretty much head-on collision at 80 kilometres an hour where the car left the ground and landed on an island. And in doing so, because I like spun the wheel to the right, the airbag went off 
and I broke my hand because the airbag pushed my right hand into my face. I broke my hand with my face. (laughs) So in this scenario, would you like to be my left ankle or my right hand? Still hand. Still hand? Yeah, even though I'm I'm a drummer and people would expect me to say hand, not foot. I've had foot pain. I've been on crutches for months. I will never, ever, ever take that again. It hurts so much. Like, I can handle hands. It still hurts today. Yeah, I'll take that over feet. Damn. I live upstairs. <laughs> I So I was in crutches when I used to have a bunk bed and I had to get up to the top where I slept and I tried to barter with my brother to be like, can I sleep on the bottom? And he was like, no. <laughs> so I would have to like hop my way up to the top bed every time. That's funny. I've had one of those like loft bed thingies before and it's also really difficult to climb up the loft bed when you've got a broken hand. Yeah, it's not a good time. You should just stop breaking things. I mean, I'm going to have to knock on wood as I say this, but it's been a while since I've had any sort of major injury. Just in case. Okay, this one is which nosebleed would you rather? (laughs) Okay. So when I was about nine years old, I, I went to this nose and throat specialist and I got like silver nitrate put up my nostrils, like they numbed it and then they like cauterized my nose because I have all the capillaries in my nostrils really close to the surface. Mm -hmm. They would just burst all the time. They would just burst all the time and I'd get these like crazy nosebleeds. And I'm not talking like like Stranger Things, a little bit of dribble. I'm talking like fucking tap, like a faucet. <laughs> and I don't know, it's just like it wouldn't – this is so much information. It like wouldn't clot properly so I would get like real faint, real woozy because you're losing a lot of blood from your head rapidly, right? Yeah. So the first one I was at – school, high school, and there was this annoying shit boy who like transferred from another school that he wouldn't leave me alone. He was like crushing on me or something and I was like, buddy, I'm gay. It's not going to happen. I'm gay. Stay away. I'm gay. Stay away. I'm gay. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good thing to have on a shirt. Oh, I like that. Oh, but it could have double connotations. Why? Like it could be a negative thing. Oh. Yeah, like an anti-gay kind of thing. Could it be an anti-straight thing? Anyway, whatever. So <laughs> okay. this kid, he would sit next to me in classes, like one in one of our classes a few weeks before this incident, he like got me in a headlock and like kissed me on the cheek from behind. And then at recess, his like girlfriend came up to me and tried to beat me up with like her posse of like plastic bitches. And I was like, <laughs> I was I like, girls. girls, I was like, girls, first of all, Go and ask anyone in my grade what happened. They will tell you that that motherfucker put me in a chokehold. Secondly, I'm gay. I don't want your little, like, feeble boy. Go away. <laughs> anyway, so we're in, we're in a geography class. It's the hottest class in the entire school because it's the only classroom that doesn't have, like, proper air conditioning. Mm-hmm. And um, he 
he wasn't sitting anywhere in class. He was late to the class. And I just happened to be sitting by myself. And he um, comes late to the class and the teacher's like, oh, there's a seat over there near Chris. Go sit next to Chris. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Just I'm trying to get away from this guy. So he comes and sits next to me and he's annoying the shit out of me. And he's trying to flirt and I'm like having no bar of it. I'm like, get away. Get away, I'm gay. And so he decides it'd be really funny to be like, "Mm, got your nose. So he grabs my nose between his two fingers and then like pulled down on it. Like in this way where like I felt, I felt the click. I felt the like scar tissue in my nose, like pull funny. And I had probably the worst nosebleed of my life because as soon as he did it, it's like, it just like went all over my books and I just got up and ran out of the classroom. And the teacher's like, oi, what are you doing? And in the time it took me to run out of the classroom, I covered my face. I turned around to the teacher and it was like all of this blood running down my arms. And my friends jumped up and they're like, holy shit. It's like, it's happening. You told us about these, but we've never seen one. So they came out and they started rolling my sleeves up for me. But it was too late. It was like soaking into my arms. And I'm like. It really hurt because he like pulled my nose and I was like, holy shit, I think this guy's just broken my nose. And I'm like pacing up and down outside the classroom, there's blood everywhere and then the school bell rings. So everyone comes out of their classrooms and there's just me, <laughs> blood. Covered and like in blood. the walls and stuff because it's like, it's, I don't know how to explain it. It's like running out of my body and I'm going white and I'm getting faint and all the teachers come out of their classrooms and they're like, ah! So my mum got called. He got suspended because, like... <laughs> they thought he broke your nose. Yeah, well, nobody really knew what happened. And I, w- I was sick. Like, I couldn't explain it because I was, like, passing out from, yeah. like, rapid blood loss. And everybody kept telling me, like, you put your head back and lean back. And I'm, like, real woozy being like, no, 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 no. You lean forward because that, that ain't going down into my stomach. Like, yeah, uh-uh. Lean forward. And, like, you pinch it here, you don't pinch the nostrils. You pinch up the top and then it stops. Yeah. And, like, I was, like, instructing them what to do. Put this towel on the back of my neck, do this, do that. Call my mum. This is a mobile number. Anyway, it's, like, I have, like, scar tissue on top of scar tissue now because that guy, like, ripped my nose. Oh, it really hurt. Yuck. Anyway, that's nosebleed number one. Nosebleed number two, I was nine years old. It was right before I got my nose corduroys. This was the incident that made mum go, shit, we need to take her somewhere because it's like really bad. Yeah. We used to live in on this like one acre property and on one side of us lived horse breeders and on the other side lived jockeys and horse trainers. Mm-hmm. So the horse breeders would pair up with the jockeys and they would train these horses and then they'd enter races. Did you get kicked in the face by a horse? No. <laughs> No, they they were doing really well one year and then we ended up all getting invited to Sydney where we went to like the horse races at this like beautiful park. And I mean, me as a child versus me now, the values are very different. I would definitely not go and yeah. support horse races now. Agreed. But, but me as a like child, I just did what yeah. my parents and my family friends did. So I'm at the horse races, I'm wearing a white blouse and they're winning and they, they actually win the race. And, and everyone in this big group of people that we've got are like, yeah, cheering. 
and I get up to cheer and like, I don't know, I must have like snorted or something. Like, you know, when like sometimes you breathe really fast out your nose, <laughs> just this crazy nosebleed. So I'm like, didn't want to ruin the moment. So I'm just like standing there pinching my nose. <laughs> And this waitress walks past who's been serving beers to everyone, yeah. like down in the stands and stuff. And she freaks the fuck out. There's this little girl covered in blood. And I'm like, oh, no, no, it's fine. Like, don't even worry about it. It's just a nosebleed. Like, I get these chronic nosebleeds. But she fully freaks out. So she goes and gets like, All runs back up. <laughs> she gets like this massive tea towel full of like ice and stuff. She's putting it on my face. My mom's like, it's okay, like, just listen to her, like, she'll tell you what to do because she gets them all the time. And they end up taking us, like, upstairs into this, like, private little area to, like, rest and stuff. And I'm just like, just, I'm fine. I just have this crazy nosebleed. Anyway, because they made such a fuss, everyone around us noticed that I was, like, profusely bleeding out my face. And it was, like, kind of mortifying. Like, I was kind of taking away from the moment. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was like, stop looking at me. <laughs> anyway, which one would you rather? Getting fussed over at some like horse event where right at the moment that everybody wins, you end up becoming the center of attention accidentally or um, the entire school thinking that you're bleeding to death in the hallways? I'm going to pick school. But the only reason I'm going to pick school is because it's happened to me before. So I know what it feels like. What? Bleeding in the hallways at school? Yeah, so when I went through the window, oh, and I got through the window, through, <laughs> through the wall. <laughs> nope. Um, <laughs> so yeah, when I went through the window, um, <clears throat> I got glass like a couple of mil away from one of my main arteries. So there was like a fountain of blood. Mel has this like gnarly scar on her wrist. I do, I do, but everyone thought I'd cop. But there was so much blood that people thought I had cut my hand off because you couldn't see my hand. So me getting from like where it happened to having teachers come over and like taking me up to the first aid lady that was mum's best friend uh, was just like a sea of blood and everyone just staring at me as I walked through. So I already know what it feels like, therefore I choose that. Yeah, okay. You've just made me think of another story though. Oh, yeah? I is this a on, would you rather or just a rando this story? This is just a rando story. Yeah. So this was when I was in uni working on a student, like, graduation film. We were out on a property in, like, Ipswich, out past, I don't know, somewhere near, like, Laidley or something, like, kind of the country but not really the country. And one of the guys I was working with got bitten by something while he was on set. Like a bug or like a spider or something? Well, we'd already had like a safety briefing about the fact that there were heaps of snakes. Oh. So then everyone started freaking out that he'd been bitten by a snake. And he's sitting there and like he's like, it's swollen, it's red, it hurts. But I'm like fully panicking that I've now been bitten by a snake and all of you are staring at me and it's making it worse. So we go and get the lady whose property it is to be like, this is what we think's happened. And she's comes down and she's like, did anybody see a snake? And everyone's like, nah. She's like, then it wasn't a fucking snake. If you didn't see the snake, the snake didn't bite him. One of you would have seen a snake yeah. if it had bitten him. Anyway, it turned out he got bitten by like 
An ant? <laughs> yeah, like nothing. It was like maybe a bee sting and he was fine. But the next day I went to the shops and I bought a fake snake. <laughs> oh, Mel. And I set up a trick with my friends to scare one of the producers where I pretended to get bitten by a snake and then I kick the fucking fake snake off into the grass and everyone starts screaming. Why would you do that? <laughs> if you had seen her reaction, you would have thought it was really funny. Would you do that now? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> no, there's no justification. It was funny, though. It was funny. If I was the producer, if I was your oh boss. Oh, my God, you'd kill me. I'd just, no. Nah, I'd be like, that's it. You'd ban me you're from gone. set. Yeah. Yep, you're gone. Wouldn't fuck around with this. It's fine. It's fine. This this would you rather is it's not scenario based. It's just a dumb one. Are you giving me another one? Oh well, you were talking, so I just assumed it was my <laughs> turn. <laughs> no, I'm giving you one first. So I sought approval from my friend to tell the story first, <laughs> but they would like to remain anonymous. <laughs> anonymous friend, I love you. <laughs> So when I was younger, I used to wear heaps of bracelets on my left arm. Like they went from like my wrist basically halfway up my forearm. I had fucking heaps of them. So one day I go over to my friend's house and he asks me, oh, like, have you ever had like any issues with like your wristbands when you're using the bathroom? And I was like... No. What did they get? What do you mean? Did they get caught on something or? And he proceeds to tell me about how he's been wearing this wristband and um, he had gone to the toilet and he'd done a poo and when he was wiping, he got like poo on his wristband. (laughs) (laughs) So he was asking me if I'd ever gotten poo on my wristbands, which I hadn't. Anyway. Were they like cloth ones? Yeah, like, like those little... The tied ones, the knotted ones, yeah. <laughs> and he calls out to his partner at the time to be like, I need scissors! <laughs> Help me! <laughs> anyway, um, would you rather be my friend or would you rather be the bracelet? Would I rather shit on my bracelet or be shat on by my friend? Um, <laughs> I'd rather shit on my bracelet because I can remove it. But if, I get, uh, if I'm a cloth bracelet and I get shat on, that's it. It's in my fibres. It's, it's a part of me. <laughs> it's a part of me now. <laughs> what would you rather, Mel? I would also rather shit on the bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, thank you. Thank you, anonymous friend. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like I said before, this one's just trash. That's nothing to do with anything. Mel, would you rather squeeze diamonds out of your pimples or birth golden eggs from your anus? Squeeze diamonds out of my pimples. But they'll scar like crazy. I do not want to birth golden eggs from my anus. I'd birth the eggs. You want to birth golden eggs? Yeah. I'm not talking like I'm like, like chicken-sized eggs. Oh, that's fine. Well, yeah, what okay. do you think? Uh, how big do you think? Like ostrich. Okay, usually golden-sized eggs are like big. 
aren't they? I thought they were it's big. It's a golden goose, which like a goose egg's like. How big's a goose egg? Like kind of the same, like a little bit bigger than a chicken egg. Like chicken eggs can be quite small too. So it's like the size of like. Just sniff some ammo first. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I want those, those golden eggs. What's worth more, gold or diamonds? Um. Like, what's the carrot worth here of my diamonds? Can, can you hold? Actually, you have, you've got the computer. Can you, can you ask? Hey, Siri, what's the value of diamonds? Here's what I found. Okay. So, Siri has told me that... Blah, 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 blah. So if it's a five carat diamond, it's worth a, anywhere between 48,000 and 337,000. A four carat diamond? A four carat diamond. Uh, sorry, a five carat diamond. Oh, it turns out yours are actually quartz. They're coming out of your face. Yeah, fuck you. I'll <laughs> shit golden eggs then. <laughs> Wait, how much is gold? <clears throat> Oh, I didn't look up gold. I just looked diamond. Can you ask Siri again? <clears throat> what's the value of gold? Hey, Siri, what's the value of gold? Sorry, I can't get information about that commodity. Oh. Price of gold. For one ounce of gold, which is roughly a gram, apparently, uh, it's... 60 US dollars. That's a lot of egg shitting. Mm. I stand by my choices. If you shit one kilogram, it's 60,000 US dollars. <laughs> if I shit a kilo golden egg every day. How did Modek become successful? <laughs> well, Chris has this weird defect where she shits gold. Money doesn't grow on trees, but it does come from your ass. <laughs> well, you do poop a little bit of gold. You know, like sewage plants, they like, and the sediment at the bottom, like there will be little bits of gold in there because like it's in the soil. It's like a in small, tiny concentrations and you eat it in like fruit and veg and stuff. I thought you... <laughs> and then like at the bottom of like sewage plants, yeah, there's like gold collection. Why do you know this? Because I lived in the country and I had this really cool bus driver who used to like, <laughs> we would, so there was this really long route. It was like one, one hour long bus route and to take all the kids in the country home. So one week we would take one direction and then the next week we would go the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. And um, if you went this one way, you went past the sewage plant, but he would speed up because you would go over this like little jump and like we'd all sit on the back seat and like try and hit our heads on the roof, which in hindsight is really dangerous. But he was like, <laughs> he's like, all right, everyone, we're going for it. And we'd like floor it and go like 80 over this bloody speed bump in like a 60K zone. It was so fun. He was a legend, dead set legend. Maybe anyway. a dangerous bus driver, but that's fine. Oh, 90s, 90s kids, man. We lived differently. <laughs> he told us all about the sewage plant because it was like you drove around it for quite a while. Yeah. And he'd be like, did you know? You eat gold and it's collected in your poo? Anyway, 
I learnt some random facts from my bus drivers. All right. Well, if you guys ever come to our house and there's sieves on all the toilets. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine being constipated and then shitting two at once. Can you imagine going to someone's house and they're just like, oh, don't mind the sieve? (laughs) I don't want to shit in a sieve. I don't want someone else to go through my poop to find my gold. Well, anyway, beggars can't be choosers. That's enough poop. We're, we're just looking for investment opportunities if anyone wants to help out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I don't have any more would you rather's for oh, you. Oh, okay. Do you have more? Well, because, yeah, I have a few. <clears throat> because we've been on the phone so much the last two days to like different bloody call services where they put you on hold for like 10 years, would you rather always have that annoying call line music playing in the background of your life, just always there, always playing, or just go deaf? I'd rather go deaf. Could you not like tune out that annoying call music? You know the one? I do. (laughs) I fucking do. Okay. Can we bear in mind that in the last 48 hours, I have spent at least like 16 of those hours on hold? (laughs) That's a lot of hours. Also, there was one moment where I sat on hold for a couple of hours and then the lady that answered the phone (laughs) fucking hung up on me. She was so mad. And then I had to call back and sit on hold again. I was trying to make food and you were so off it. You were so cranky. Because I just... <sighs> I know. I know. I have another would you rather. <laughs> Your call has progressed in the queue. There is nine minutes remaining and you'll be answered by the next available operator. Get fucked. That's what I felt like saying. <laughs> What's your next would you rather? So we've been watching Desperate Housewives. <laughs> <laughs> and if, you, if we haven't already said it, I don't think we've said it in this episode... But we talked about in the last Nugget of Wisdom that we're going to be registering to become a company soon. Well, we just did that. Oh, yeah, we did. We are officially a company. Modic PTY LTD. We own a company. We own a company. Please celebrate with us because we are super chuffed about it. And I don't think the reality has really hit us yet. So part of one of those steps of setting up the company is setting up new bank accounts. So this morning we went to Commonwealth Bank. And (laughs) at this particular bank, the door was like, so the ceilings are huge. They're like three meters tall. Yeah. But the door was like still designed like a normal door in the sense that it was still the same distance from the ceiling that a regular door would be. So like the top of the door was still like half a meter from the top, but that was like two and a half meters in the air. Yeah. So there's this massive door with the door handle in the normal spot, but it's like it's just huge. comically huge. So <laughs> if you've seen Desperate Housewives, Mary Ellis is the narrator of the show and she she pops up in a few of the scenes. But you'll notice in when she is actually acting and she's standing next to someone else, she's huge. She's like comically taller than everyone to the point where she's, she's a like fucking gigantor. Like her neck is like bent down and she's like looking down at characters and their neck is craned up looking at her. Anyway, as, as I said to Mel in this meeting, I was like, oh, that 
that door is pretty big, hey? And she looks at me and she's like, it's for Mary Alice. <laughs> you know, okay, <laughs> we've been watching Desperate Housewives for the past couple of weeks and in the beginning I didn't notice just how tall because Mary she'll be, Alice was. she'll be across the road from the people. Like they won't be standing next to each other. And then there's this scene where she's standing there with Lynette and like. Lynette is 170 centimetres, right? Yeah, so Lynette's fucking tall. And then here's Mary Alice, just like gigantor over the top of her. She's 1.83. It's okay. She's, it's not but that still. gigantic. But like the way it's shot, it looks like she's fucking huge. So <laughs> I was like, what's this actress's name? I'm going to try and find what her height is. So I found her like IMDb and it's like <laughs> something about like what she's known for and it says statuesque height that that's like her, her she, thing she's actually like a fucking statue 1.83 centimeters is tall but yeah, it's but only it's only five centimeters taller than me it's only two inches taller than me but five centimeters is a lot that's six foot one that's a lot i'm five foot eleven i'm five foot four <laughs> so to me it's not it's like it's like this much it's like it's literally the, this much. It's the way she's framed in the show, though. Yes, she is just like if someone's standing huge. on the if she's like standing on the curb and someone's on the street, she's like fully looking down at them. Yeah, and every time it happens, we just crack up. So when I'm looking up how tall is Mary Alice, Google auto populated from Desperate Housewives <laughs> because like I swear other people have noticed it too. Oh, definitely. Wait, is there a would you rather in this? Um, I think. So, yes, yes, there is. Uh, <laughs> would you rather be so tall that you needed custom dimensions in your house or so small that you carried a stepladder around? Ooh, that's tough. I'm going to go with so small that I carry a stepladder because then I can go anywhere and everything, I just have to carry a ladder with me. Except you can't go on certain rides because you'd be too small. Oh. Yeah. But even but if then I, you can't be – you also can't go on certain rides because you're I'm so tall. If I'm too tall, tall yeah. Mm. I went to Dreamworld once with one of my friends from basketball who is super tall, super, super tall, and they have the height thing for the claw and he was a little bit too tall but we snuck through because we were like, oh, it'd be fine. And it was fine but in the moment where the ride starts like really ramping up, he was like – freaking out that his feet were going to hit the ground. And I was like, it's okay. Like the floor actually removed itself. Like, but it, you it don't notice it. You don't notice that, it, that the floor actually does that. It dips down. And he was like, ah! <laughs> 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 oh, it's funny. Okay, obviously I overprepared and I have way too many Would You Brothers, but this is my last one. Okay. And it does come with a story. Excellent. So did you ever do billeting? When you were in school, like people from other schools would come and stay with people from your school, just like random people. No. Nah. We had like a billeting program where people from like other schools like Newcastle, Sydney or something would like come up and stay with students and like mm. um, the school, that like they'd pay money for like their trip and stuff and like their parents would like chip in a little bit of money for the family to like make their dinners and stuff for the week and they'd stay for you with you for like five days like the whole five school days and then come to school with you and stuff yeah so that was in I was in year seven my brother was in year eight 
So they sent um, a boy and a girl from year seven and year eight and wasn't even interested in them, in the people, but like because it was like, oh, some boy that I don't know is coming to stone. I was like immediately little 12-year-old me was like, mm, I have a crush on him. Oh, I don't even remember his name. But I remember that he had braces and red hair and he was super tall and I was like, hell yeah, someone who's taller than me. Everyone else is like tiny, t- tiny 12-year-old boys who look, look like they're 10. Anyway, so because I obviously seem to have a penchant for like dramas and TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, we were watching McLeod's Daughters. Oh, my goodness. I remember that show. Oh, such, a good sh- such a good show. And it was the episode when uh, I think her name's Sarah McLeod. Is it Sarah, the main chick with the duck hair? Oh, I don't know. I can tell you. Her dog jumps off some cliff thing to try and come after her and he dies. <laughs> and I was like so mortified that the dog had passed away in the show and I couldn't handle it because, like, my favourite animal growing up was a dog and to the point where, like, I would beg my mum for my birthdays, for Christmases, for Easter, anything, just get me dog statues. So I had, like, all of these dog statues in my room, like a little freak, and it was so cool. Anyway. (laughs) Of course you fucking did. I was like, I have to go to the toilet and, like, excuse myself. Anyway, I went to the toilet and I cried about the dog and I was in there for a while. So would you rather? (laughs) (laughs) How is there a would you rather from this? Because when I came out, my brother was like, were you crying about the dog dying? (laughs) I was like, no, shut up. Would you rather own up to crying and look like a sook to your new friend and the guy that you have a crush on or pretend that you were just doing a huge poo and that it made your eyes water? (laughs) I don't think I've ever done a poo that's made my eyes water before. I've never done a poo either, but like you've <laughs> never done a poo. I've never pooed before. I only I only um birth eggs. <laughs> <laughs> um hmm. It was fucking awkward. It was mortifying. I was so upset that I cried over the dog. I was more upset that I had cried then the dog actually dying because my new friends were like, because <laughs> my brother was picking on me. I think I'm more shy about poop than I am about crying. Yeah, but I was like 12 and I feel like I was young enough that like everybody poops, whatever. No. No. Nah. I think I would, I think I'd pick the crying. I'd be, a, I'd be known as being the, the street sook. I'd definitely probably do the same because I don't want to be, like, known as the chick that does such huge poos that she cries. <laughs> her eyes well up with tears. If it hurts if it hurts that much to poo, you've got a problem. <laughs> I have gotten so many snorts out of you today. I must be really funny. <laughs> All right, that's it. That's it. Would you rather season finale? It's done. Da-da-da-da. Oh, hot damn. That's not just the um, would you rather season finale. That is... Seriously fun. Done and dusted. Season one done. The first six months of the year. We have been doing this since the 27th of January. Oh, my gosh. What's the date? The 9th of June. Damn. Hot damn. So we we first conceived this podcast in, what, like October, November last year, and we've been – we went and bought podcast mics and a special little table and we started planning it and practicing and we've written blogs about it. We've shared – Lots of details about this process and, you know, it's been really 
fun and rewarding. It's definitely been a journey. You know, in the beginning, when we first started, first started officially releasing seriously fun podcasts, it used to take us like a whole fucking day to record them. Yeah. Well, we, we would like... We were green. Oh, we were so green. We like didn't know how to talk. We'd stumble over our words. We'd be like, oh my God, what is this? <laughs> and then we'd like, oh, we can never talk about that topic again because we've tried it too many times. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're like, oh... We've got a quick 30 minutes. Should we duck in and just record the podcast? Yeah, let's just bang one out. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about our top favourite moments from season one. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Top favourite moments. I'll, I'll start. The theme okay. songs. Yeah, the theme songs are excellent. Making them, because we make them all with the instruments in our house, but mainly just our voices, and we have a real dumb time doing it. It's hilarious. Yeah. Pet Peeves was really fun to do. The Nugget, Nugget of, of Wisdom. Wisdom. That's so the, good. The best one. Easy, uh, wait, cheesy, sleazy, beautiful pickup lines. Mm-hmm. Is so dumb. <laughs> so dumb, but fun. Oh, I'm trying to think of my favourite moment. Here's my favourite moment. The best thing about the podcast is when we're editing it and we're listening to it in double speed <laughs> and we sound like chipmunks. We That's actually, how everyone should listen. We actually thought about releasing some of the episodes as that so that you can hear how we listen. You should just, yeah, you should, next time you're listening to this podcast, pop it on double speed. Yeah. It's hilarious. We are so much funnier. (laughs) It's the way we laugh, I think. It is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One of my favourite moments is probably but still not sure about who did or didn't win What's That Sound, but it was probably me. <laughs> you definitely won What's That Sound. I have we still don't really know. succumbed to my defeat. No, it was definitely you. How do you know? Because I can't, like, I'm pretty sure I got, like, three correct. Ever. Really? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I think I got, like, eight. Yeah, don't rub it in. (laughs) Got some salt for those wounds? (laughs) I'm trying to think of like my least favourite moment about the podcast. Oh. Mm. One of my least favourite moments is that, I don't know if you noticed, but we crapped on the yarn barn because I don't know how to read a story without it being really boring. So <laughs> we might bring the yarn bun back in season two, but nah. it needs no. It needs a face back. Lift. It's not coming back. The no, nah, the yarn bun's trash. It's trashed. It's in the bin. Hmm. No, I don't have a least favorite moment. That was probably the least favorite moment. Yeah. I am grateful and surprised by the amount of engagement we've received. Yeah. Because like. like the messages that we've received from people, like we'll get random text messages or Facebook messages from mates who are like, it'll be so out of context. It'll like take us a few moments to realize that they're talking about the podcast. Do you remember the little celebration that we did when we found out that we had a fan that <laughs> wasn't directly related to one of our, like one of us? Yeah. You were like, oh, your friend messaged um, the seriously fun Instagram, Facebook or yeah. whatever. Or the, in- Yeah. You, they messaged us and I'm like, that's not my friend. I thought it was your friend. And we were like, oh, oh we have a fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. 
<laughs> We've had great chats with friends and family and people that we haven't spoken to in such a long time and they've sent us personal messages or they'll engage in the Facebook group or respond to any of our social media and it's it's so lovely because like for me that my favorite part about this is that I get to spend 20 episodes well 30 episodes if you include nugget of wisdom goofing out with you every day thanks man. like you know that's our friendship that's but we're sharing that stupid lame humor with our friends and any other person that wants to listen to this garbage but like we get to do this just in life yeah so putting this on a podcast is just like sure we're playing games and we're like doing silly things but like that is just a snapshot of what we have in our friendship full stop. That's really sweet. You prepared this whole like I cute did. thing and I feel very underprepared. <laughs> you two are great. Oh, is that it? <laughs> <laughs> no, of course I enjoy like talking shit with you and making dumb silly shit. I literally drove around with you to collect free straws from multiple different Hungry Jacks and McDonald's. That was a great time. (laughs) That was for an old work event. Yeah. That's the sort of dumb shit that we do. That's just... Remember we tried to steal them and then we were like, (laughs) we hadn't thought about the fact that most like Hungry Jacks and McDonald's don't leave all that many straws out. No, they don't. So we had to buy them. That wasn't back in the days before the plastic straws were removed. It Mm. was. But we got like a hundred straws for two dollars. That's pretty good. But that's like the dumb shit that we do all the time. One of my favorite moments is that I get to like Photoshop you as things. Uh, my favorite one was Photoshopping you as the cheerleader. <laughs> I think that was everyone's favorite one. I like that there is now literal evidence. That you snort when I say funny things. <laughs> I snort in general. Yeah, but usually you try and be like, "Yeah, you're not that funny." <laughs> now I have literal evidence. <sighs> okay. Proof. Proof's in the pudding, mate. You're a bit funny. A bit. A bit funny looking. You snorted four times. Maybe three. But it was a few. A couple. I'll give you that. Whatever. Any others? What about your um, <clears throat> filthy pickup line? Oh, yeah. If you think Red Bull, Red Bull gives you wings, wait, wait till you taste, taste me. me. <laughs> I'm still shook. I'm still shook about that. <laughs> I think I am a bit saddened by um, how sleazy I am. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who would you rather, Sleazy Mel or Sleazy Chris? Are you asking me? No, I'm asking oh, I was in general. S- I am sleazy Mel, so I don't think I get a choice. You um, you definitely excelled in the sleaze. You're a bit shy about the cheese. I'm not very good at the cheese. Yeah. You did really well at What's That Sound. I think you're too easy on me. But your bloody clues were cryptic as hell. Yeah, I had to make something about it hard. So we've got one more episode coming out of... Nugget of wisdom. One more. One nugget. more nug that comes out on Monday, but this is it. Oh my goodness! Just quickly, uh, I have a two-year-old baby sister, and I don't know if I've said this before, but every time she uses the bathroom, <laughs> she tell, she tells my dad that she's going to do a nugget of wisdom, <laughs> <laughs> and that 
is how I feel accomplished in life. That, you're an influencer now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fucking influencer. <laughs> That's oh. another snort. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very um, much. Okay, friends, in about six weeks' time, just check the Facebooks, as always, at Seriously Fun Podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. We'll be putting some details up um, about when the next season's coming out and we'll put some of our favourite snippets of episodes um, up on our socials to keep you engaged and interested and reminding you that we are stupid and funny and we've got more content coming your way in a couple of weeks' time. Season two. Yeah. Yeah. But until then, until next time, bye. bye!